Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. beautiful humans and welcome back to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. As usual, we are talking about client attraction, how to get more clients, how to make attracting clients a natural state of being for you, and just how to help you confidently fucking navigate getting more clients. This is a topic on this week's podcast because this is a topic that we are talking all about in the Thrive membership, which is my personal development membership to support entrepreneurs and growing their massive impact and massive income. Um, and this week we are talking all about calling in more clients. And so I like to make all of my content kind of similar so I stay in the same energy of things and I do the work with you guys and so this is a big topic for me and all of my clients this week. Yes, you can join the Thrive membership. Obviously, I will put that link down below. Um, But let's get into today's topic. So why do I say natural way of being? Why is making client attraction a natural way of being? Like, Why is that a thing? that we were talking about today. So I believe that our natural way of being is what is what manifests in our physical world. So your natural way of being internally, what you naturally think about, how you naturally gravitate towards things, how you expect your life to be, how you expect your business to be, all of that is a natural way of being. And what you have right now is reflective of your natural way of being. And so I like to teach any topic of business, like client attraction, I like to teach it in a way that we are going to make having more clients, calling in a fuck ton of clients, calling in an abundance of clients, a natural way of being. And so whenever we think of manifestation and whenever we audit our lives, when you audit your physical world... It's basically reflective of what you believe you can have. It's reflective of your natural state of being. So most people just try and shift the external. They shift like, sorry, my dogs are going off. They shift like, what content do I need to put out? They shift, um, what launch plan do I need to have, right? Um, And many business coaches teach this as an outward strategic process. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I just think it's way more effective to start with the inner way, of being and your natural state of being. So when you shift your natural state of being to expecting that there's going to be clients, to expecting people constantly reach out to you, to expecting the abundance of clients to flow through your business, that is actually what happens. And as a result of that shift, your external world matches. The strategies that you've been trying actually fucking work clients randomly reach out to you and they're like, hey, I really want to pay you. (laughs) In fact, when I was creating the content for this week's uh, Thrive membership and I was talking all about, I was tapping into the energy and talking all about um, 
creating client attraction, I had multiple clients actually reach out to me and say, hey, I want to pay or hey, I want to join the Thrive membership or hey, I don't really know what I, how I want to work with you, but I definitely want to work with you. And it's just, I don't say this to brag. I say this because when you shift into client attraction as your natural state of being, it just comes. <laughs> so let's talk about how to do that. Um, so we have why natural state of being and then... Um, why client attraction? That's the second thing that I have written here. I'm trying to like sift through my notes. Um, why client attraction and how do we shift it, right? So I like to think of myself as the point of attraction, attraction for everything that I have in my life. So whether it's income, whether it's clients, whether it is social media followers, whether it is emails, <laughs> um, open rates, like everything that I have in my life, the people around me, um, the physical things that I have, the health that I have, the body that I have, like it's all there as a result of me. Like I am the point of attraction for everything I experience in this life. And so when you believe that, and when you know that to be true, you understand that client attraction is also the same. Like, it's not like manifestation works for other areas, but doesn't work for getting you clients. It's not like manifestation <laughs> works for, um, you know, one area of like calling in money outside of your business, maybe through your partner or something like that. Maybe you have a partner that supports you and it doesn't work for creating money in your business. Like it works, it works, it works, it works. It's just, there's a reason why you're not attracting it. And we have to be able to look at that. So once you learn this concept and once you know this concept, then you can be like, well, why did I create this? How did I create the reality that I have? How did I create my experience with clients currently? What is my role in it? And what what can I shift from this, right? So I believe that client attraction is extremely, it feels very empowering. It's like, how can I attract the clients, Right. Rather than like, oh, the fucking social media platforms or algorithm sucks, <laughs> right? Or like, oh, I've been doing it for so fucking long, my audience doesn't care about me. <laughs> um, I've even had clients in the past say, like literally get like frustrated and angry with their followers. Like they don't support me. And um, one of them used to hold retreats and like towards the end of the launch, she would have like one person like be like, Hey, I want to join. And she's like, well, I can't just have you join. So like, I wish you had joined before. And there was, um, you know, more people and you guys don't support me enough. And I don't think she said this to the client, but like, that was her thought process internally. And while I'm not shitting on that thought process, like we all have these negative spirals that we go through and the blame game that we play. But what I want to invite you into is that client attraction is a result of your natural state of being. And if you're thinking positively about what you're putting out there, you're thinking positively about your business, you're thinking positively about the impact that you can make and you are making, and you think positively about where you are now, you can get to where you want to go, right? So how do we do that? The first thing I want to invite you into is, yes, we do this in the Thrive membership. And um, in this podcast, I'm going to go through some things that could be cock blocking you from receiving more clients. Um, I like the term cock block because... I think it's a lighter way to put the, you know, kind of barrier that we have between where we are now and where we want to go. And it's not that I think that we actually like have physical barriers or like, you know, there's this 
external reason why we can't get something. I think that when you become the most confident, successful, abundant version of yourself, which is already within you, so it's just a matter of you getting closer to yourself and feeling more authentic and acting more authentically from an empowered place, like everything else falls into place, right? And so I think cock blocking is just a fun way to put, you know, this like kind of word that other people put there barriers blocks whatever um so that's why I put it there (laughs) um so the first thing that could be cock blocking you from receiving more clients is doubting your marketing or yourself or your coaching if you do not have the amount of clients you want there is a reason and I ask you what is that reason from within you What part of you is doubting your ability to actually be successful in that way? What part of you is doubting your ability to market yourself or doubting your content or doubting your coaching abilities, right? There's a, there's like, it's not like there's just up, you don't have the things. It's not meant for you. Like, of course it's meant for you. If you want it, it is meant for you. There's a reason that it's not there. So doubting your marketing, which is such a big, 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 big thing that happens on Instagram because we're constantly consuming, we're constantly absorbing, we're constantly looking at other people who have the success that we desire. And it's a simple shift to if if she can do it, if he can do it, if they can do it, so can I, right? So it's like, If you're sitting there doubting your marketing, if you're sitting there doubting yourself, doubting your coaching, that's what you have to work with, right? That's the work that you need to do. That's the work that you have to look at. Some of the ways that I coach my clients to do that, if you want a tangible way to do that right now, is to just write it out. Write out all of the doubts, write out all of the fears, write out all of the judgments, most of the time, we don't want to acknowledge them. And especially when you learn about manifestation, like it's just like, think positively, think positively, right? But it's like, you need to give the negativity a space to, I want to say like breathe. <laughs> like you have to allow those doubts and fears to come through like all the time. (laughs) It's not just like you do it once and then the doubt is gone. (laughs) It's about acknowledging like, Hey, I don't feel confident with my, with my content. What, you know, I'm doubting myself for this. I launched this and this didn't happen and this didn't happen. And I'm judging myself this way and this way and this way. And now I'm assuming this is going to happen. Like just allow the stream of consciousness to flow. And by giving it space, you're not keeping it inside. And I did an IG live this past Saturday. So the 23rd, something like the 23rd or something like that. It was called um, Moving Through Uncertainty in Business. Um, and so you can still watch it. It's live. But one of the things that I talked about was the co- a concept that I've been teaching for a long time now, which is the fact that we only have so much energy within our body, like almost only so much space within our body that can be taken up and when that space is taken up by doubts and fears and uh, limiting thoughts because you're keeping them in you can't possibly feel better about the things that you want and so you're attracting from that natural state of being of doubting because that's what's taking up your energy that's what's taking up the space within your body within your thoughts etc that's the place you're acting from right and so how do we clear that you give it space you allow it to come through you you allow yourself to acknowledge those things 
right? Instead of hiding from them, because hiding from them just creates this extra layer of like pressure of like not acknowledging something that is there. You know what I mean? And that doesn't serve us in manifesting anything better, right? Um, Because what we ignore actually expands within us. So give that doubt full space um, just to come through you. And, you know, get a coach to support you if you feel like this is something you can't do on your own. The Thrive membership is there to support you as well. It's something I work with with my one-on-one clients as well. Um, But there's, like, it's not like you're not meant to succeed just because you have doubts. Like, that's fucking bogus. (laughs) Even my multiple seven-figure business coaches and um, mentors obviously doubt. They literally have the same doubts, just in different ways. (laughs) so you're not not meant to be successful so know that don't be scared of giving it space know that as you give it space it actually moves through you and creates space for you to call in what you do desire it also allows you to audit yourself and that's an activity that we're doing this week in the thrive membership where um i'm having you guys call in a certain amount of clients and playing with calling in more and more and more clients and seeing what doubts come up within you, seeing what thought processes come up within you, seeing what holes there are in your business that you need to fill before you start to call in those clients. Because again, we're like, oh, once I have the clients, then I'll feel more confident. Once I have the clients, then I'll get a website done and then I'll feel better about my marketing. Once I have the clients, then I'll do this. And you're, you're trying to attract clients from a place of scarcity and a place of lack, which doesn't work, right? So it's like, how can you feel confident about it now? How can you feel clear about your marketing now? How can you tap into the part of you that already feels safe calling in these clients right now? And then the clients will come and then sure, if you want to get a whole website made, you totally fucking can. If you want to get a f- professional photo shoot, you totally can, but that's not the answer to getting more clients, right? So by looking at what the holes are in business and strategically just asking yourself, like, why am I doubting myself on an internal level? What are the limiting thoughts? And on an external level, what are the things that I need to do in order to feel more confident about this or feel clear about this or whatever the feeling is that you want, then you can start to look, you know, what business strategies do I need to input and what, um, do I need to do to shift? Right. It's just, it's all feedback. Like your external reality right now is just feedback for what, is going on internally. Okay. So that's one way that you could be cock blocking yourself from receiving more clients and money. Um, the second thing is not being open to receiving help. Now I'm not saying this to like pitch you and say, you know, pay me or whatever. Sure. If you want to, you can, but if you want to pay someone else, go and pay someone else. Like so happy to have you here regardless. But if you're not open to receiving help, there's a reason. And there's a few things that come up for me in the past when I've been not open to receiving help. And I'm sure there's different things and some of these might, you know, uh, resonate with you. But for me, it was like, kind of like I know it all. (laughs) I've spent much of my life um, in a place of being really fucking brilliant, really fucking smart whether it comes to business strategy or new topics that I learn or things from my schooling or I, you know, I've paid mentors before. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I don't need them anymore because I have their strategies. And I think the strategies are one thing, like the knowing is one thing, the learning is one thing, but the full implication and the full embodiment is something different. And just because you know a concept or you can teach a concept to somebody else, doesn't mean that you can that you're doing it with yourself. You know what I mean? I'll give you an example. I was teaching um 
<laughs> Which example do I want to use? Hold on, like four just came to my brain. Hold on. <laughs> um, okay, we'll use content creation. That's kind of what we're talking about now. And um, I had been creating content for a long time. I had been marketing for a long time. I had been doing sales for a long time. Um, some longer than others. Sales definitely way longer than content creation. And marketing definitely way longer than content creation. But the point is I had skills to sell my products for a very long time or my coaching services for a very long time. I had joined a business coaching program in the beginning of my business and it didn't really help too much with marketing that I remember for all I know it did, but I didn't get that out of it for whatever reason. Um, and so I was creating content and like, you know, people were coming to me and, um, you know, I was growing my business and it was fine. And then when I wanted to grow more, when I started to get really unapologetic about the fact that I wanted like really fucking high income months, like a lot of fucking money each month. Um, I started to feel really unconfident about my content and I was like fuck it's only getting this amount of likes or whatever was happening at the time or it's getting a lot of likes but it's not converting Um, you know and I I started feeling really unconfident about that and there was a point where I had and I was working with a business coach too but there was a point that I had to get to where I was like fuck I need more help in this area like I know how to teach it I'm teaching it to other people they're doing fucking amazing I'm calling in clients, but there's like an incongruency between what I'm putting out there and what I want to be putting out there. And it's not hitting home for me and therefore it's not hitting home for other people. And so even though I knew the concepts of marketing and I had been creating content for a while and I was really good at helping other people do it, I wasn't good at helping myself do it for whatever reason. And I just really had to get down to the fact that this was an area of my business that I needed help with. And even though I had a business coach and she was helping me in so many ways, and even though I had paid people before, and even though I had learned these skills for myself and was teaching them to other people, I needed help in them. Right. And so being open to receiving that help, I found somebody who had helped me with content at the time and helped coach me through content. And my business literally just blew up from there. And it wasn't just the content, like it was a lot of different factors, but that was a main thing in my business that I shifted at the time. It's like when you become unapologetic about your desire and what you want, all of the places that are preventing you from feeling really good about your business start to surface. All the places that you are doubting yourself and your coaching skills surface and it's up to us to work with them it's not a signal that you're not meant for it it's a signal that like hey you're telling the universe you want this thing and then all of these things are coming up for you it's your job to work through those things and get help through them right and so once you can be open to receiving help whether you teach the concepts or not whether you know the concepts and you've paid for them previously or not it does not mean that you don't need help you know what I mean if it's not working and you're getting frustrated with it like what's why aren't you going to get help with it? You know what I mean? It's like we hold all of these, like, I should know this already, or, but I've learned this already and I'm trying to implement it and and whatever, but it's just like, there's no amount of help that's too much. There's no time in your life or your business where you're not worthy of getting help. And it doesn't mean that you can't teach those concepts to your clients. It just means that when you're in it yourself, it's just sometimes difficult. (laughs) It's sometimes really fucking difficult to see the holes that you are missing, right? And work through your limits and stuff like that. And yeah, I use my investments in this way and I can be really fucking stubborn. Do not get me wrong. Like, really fucking stubborn (laughs) especially being someone who's played like the kind of know-it-all 
a person, (laughs) which I know a lot. I don't know everything, but I know a lot about a lot. (laughs) And um, that can lead to just being stuck in the same spot without actually getting help, you know? And also once you invest in something, whether it's a high ticket program or the Thrive membership, which is a lower ticket program, or even if it's in a previous coach who had, who you had worked with that, like things were really fucking working and things were feeling better at that time. And, you know, you want that same help, like you're allowed to go back. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to reinvest in, in the concepts, Don't hold yourself back because you think you should know it all. You know, one of my mentors right now always says, um, Catherine Zinkina, she says that she goes into every single room with like a beginner's mindset. Like I just, I'm going to claim I don't know anything and be open, you know, because I'm here to learn. I'm here to be supported. I'm here to have my mind blown. And sometimes all it takes is you just hearing one concept in a different way at a different time in your life you know, from a different person and all of a sudden it fucking clicks and you're like, holy shit, that's what I needed to know. (laughs) Right. And, um, truthfully, the Thrive membership is to support you in seeing that. Sorry, there's like a noise outside my room. I don't know if you could hear that, but the Thrive membership is aimed to be a container for consistent growth for that reason, because sometimes you need to hear concepts in different ways at different times with different activities, with different meditations and journal prompts. You know, like you're meant to learn lessons. If you're not at the income level that you want or the client level that you want, there's a lesson that you're meant to learn to get you there or multiple lessons. And it's up to us to consistently learn those lessons. And those lessons are typically guiding us closer to who we naturally are, right? Which is why client attraction can just be a natural state of being. But you have to do the work to get there, right? So be open to help. Don't be closed off, you know? Um, whether you're listening to this podcast or you're listening or you're paying someone or you're not paying someone, um, just be open to help because it just helps us go so much quicker. <laughs> and we don't have to judge that quickness, right? For example, if you've, so, if you've been someone who has already um, you know, invested in coaching a lot and blah, 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 and you're like, but I didn't make the money back yet and... I feel like I should have been there. It's been a year. It's been two years, five years, whatever it's been. I don't care if it's been a hundred years. Like there's a lesson that you're meant to learn through the struggle that you're feeling right now. Um, And by being open to help, you're being open to that answer. If you're closed off to help, you're being closed off to the lesson, right? And that will prevent you from moving forward. So be open to receiving help in any way. Um, And that also goes for those of you who are super spiritual or religious and have a connection with God or the universe or source. Um, I think that that's a beautiful fucking way to receive guidance as well. And um, having coaches also helps, having the right coaches helps bring that out as well. Okay, we have two more things that I have here that can be uh, cock blocking your ability to receive more clients. So the first thing that I have is comparisonitis, which we've touched upon a little bit. Um, But I want to go deeper into this because it's just, ah, (laughs) it's such a big thing for my clients. It's such a big thing for me. And I'll give an example. I have a client who I'm working deeply with on her branding. She was a registered, registered dietitian or is a registered dietitian. And now she sees the need for more spiritual practices and teachings and inner healing and personal development work and stuff like that. And so 
Um, she's getting really clear about how she wants to show up, um, how she wants her brand to be received, what she wants her content to look like and feel like in her Instagram and her messaging. And we're really working deeply with that. And she's very clear on what she wants it to like kind of look like and what she wants it to feel like. But there's an incongruency between kind of hmm, who she is right now and how she envisions the brand. If that makes sense, for example, she really envisions it to be like some sort of like a wild woman type thing, like really learning to really be just fully expressed and fully in your own power and stuff like that. And she sees like a lot of animal prints and stuff like that in her uh, content and in her branding. And I was like, cool. So that's totally not what we're experiencing right now in your brand. And the reason is because we're not experiencing it within you. You're not embodying that within you, right? And so I gave her the task of really connecting to that and embodying that this week. And maybe it's certain clothing or a certain way she moves or dances or dresses or whatever. Um, but whatever way embodying this new vision like feels to you, like apply that this week, you know? And she's like, but I don't feel like... I want to wear animal prints or I want to do this or I want to do that. And we often put ourselves in these boxes of what we see other people do. You know, we see other people who are fully expressed, who are successful, who own themselves and who are comfortable and all of these things. And they're essentially marrying a part of us that's within us, right? So they're marrying the confidence that we naturally have within us and that we desire to fully express, for example. And it's just like, you don't have to express it the same way that somebody else does just because you like the way somebody else does something doesn't mean you can't take that same concept and apply it to you you know I'll give you an example with manifestation when I started really shifting into teaching manifestation and really branding myself as a manifestation coach um, I went around and I looked at you know a lot of other people and I was like what is everybody else doing <laughs> all of a sudden like I'm saying this I'm like why the fuck would you do this but it's fine like sometimes you need to ground yourself in what other people are doing and I would look at other people who were successful and other people who had the lives and businesses that I wanted and I was just like everyone drinks alcohol like drinking alcohol and being spiritual is like a big branding thing that many manifestation teachers teach and I just, I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> I'm sober most of my time, most of my life at this point, um, occasionally for weed once in a while. And, um, you know, it's a big value of mine and I often attract people who are sober. And so I had to reground myself in the fact that like, Hey, you know, they have branding in a way that's like very like over the top, very perfect, very like, look at the perfect life that I've manifested and look at me cheersing all my, you know, rich, wealthy friends and <laughs> look at what I've manifested, you know, with alcohol or margaritas or whatever and brunch and stuff like that. And I just typically eat at home. <laughs> you know, I don't claim to have a perfect fucking life. I will never claim to have a perfect life. And I really want my branding to represent that. So it's like, just because I saw other people represent manifestation in a specific way, doesn't mean that um, I have to. I can take those same concepts, right, and apply it to how that shows up in my life, right? So I believe branding, I believe client attraction, I believe making that your natural state of being is just you getting really clear on what you stand for and you living really true for yourself and you not letting yourself down and you not giving power to the doubts but giving power to the higher self that's already within you. Like, it's about 
that and bringing that out. Not looking at what content can I put out. Not looking at what is everyone else doing. Does that make sense? And then within that, like, you can come back and say, well, does my content represent me? Does my marketing represent me? Do I represent me, right? You represent yourself right now, but are you embodying the higher version of yourself? Are you embodying your most successful and abundant self? And what would that look like if you did? You know, so when we fall into that trap of comparisonitis, it's simply mirroring something back to us. And what is it mirroring? Right? And then how can you stay in your lane? How can you just come back closer to yourself? How can you stay really clear for yourself on what you stand for and you are here to do and what your branding is? I think for the first, I still do this, but for the first like 12 months of my business, when things were just massively growing and skyrocketing, like I was not consuming anything other than the two coaches that I had paid who like taught the same systems and same tactics or whatever, um, and like myself (laughs) and clients. (laughs) And I think the less we consume, which brings me to my last point, but the less we consume, the more we get clear on what we stand for and who we are, right? When you consume too much or even consume at all, it can just water down what you are meant to share, right? Especially if you're not actively in the background saying, okay, why am I feeling this comparison syndrome? Why am I feeling this? Why am I doubting this? Right? You let your subconscious just run, run your life, you know, in the way that it actually is right now, over shifting it. Right? So take whatever you need from that whole rant. um, But know that calling in clients can be your natural state of being. Um, The last thing that could be cock blocking you, which we've touched upon a little bit, is consuming too much. My recommendation is make your Instagram page really conducive to being a vision board. Like, I don't really do vision boards. Uh, I take that back. I do. I did create one on Pinterest, but I'm like not a big manifestation teacher for that. Like, I don't necessarily believe that you need a vision board to do anything. (laughs) do I think it's cool and fun? Yes. (laughs) Do like, we love Pinterest. Do bitches love Pinterest? I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. Put that on my board. Yes. And that's fine if that works for you, but I don't think you need to, but I think that the more you have the vision of what you're creating in front of you, the easier it is to know that that's possible because if you're living out of your current reality and you're looking at, you know, your empty walls and the things that you want to change in your house and your clothing and you wish it was a nicer quality and the people you're surrounding yourself with, maybe you don't feel inspired or maybe you're still in a job that you really want to leave, whatever it is, like when you're living in that reality and you're focused on your current reality versus where you're going, it's really hard to believe that something else is possible. It's really hard to believe to see the evidence of something else being possible but imagine if all the people you were surrounding yourself with were people who were who were in a growth mindset imagine if your phone background was a mantra that felt really fucking good to you reminding you of the success that you're calling in this week in the thrive membership we have a mantra fuck what is the mantra i don't remember it off the top of my head and i do not have my phone with me the one time i don't have my damn phone Okay, I found it. (laughs) Um, The mantra this week is there are so many 
Um, people excited to pay me for my work, they're already on their way to me. And so each week we work, we work with a mantra. Sometimes I give more than one if like I have a few flowing through me that like you can pick. Um, and then we use it as a screenshot on the background of our phone. So every time you open your phone, imagine if you saw there are so many people excited to pay me. My only job is to let them in. Oh my goodness. There's so many, you know what I mean? Like that confirms something within you. I have a client who keeps money as her background. I've had clients keep pictures of, um, whatchamacallit, like dream houses and stuff as their background. Um, you know, whatever feels good for you. If it feels pressuring to you, no, that's why I like mantras. I don't like the visuals of it, but I like the rewiring of my brain continuously. And that's why I like mantras or affirmations or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, imagine if your entire to-do list was focused on getting you where you want instead of where you actually are, you know? And so when you stay like bird's eye view on that versus consuming too much, and when your Instagram reflects the houses you would want or the places you want to visit or people who you really admire, who you see yourself with and you don't compare yourself to, but you use it as a statement of if she can do it, so can I, then how would you feel? What would you feel like is possible for you, right? And I guarantee that's such a bigger shift than just looking at your current reality, right? Um, So yeah, we have those four things that could be cop blocking you from receiving more clients. And there's many, many, many more, but these were four that came through me, doubting your marketing yourself or your coaching, not being open to receiving help, comparisonitis, and consuming too much. So shift what you need from listening to this podcast, shift what you you need um, in like, in your daily to-dos, in your daily thought patterns. Don't just listen to me, but actually change something that came through you when I was speaking about a certain topic and implement it, okay? Um, And I just want to highlight how transformational the usage of Instagram can be to like a more vision board type thing or more inspirational thing versus people who you compare yourself to, okay? Um, last part of this podcast that I wanted to share are two core beliefs that I have, uh, shifted in my life and that have made such a big, big, big impact on my ability to call in more clients and make calling in clients a natural state of my being. Um, the first thing is I get paid to be myself. Now for years as a dietitian, I'm personal trainer too. I was always like put into this box of like, as a personal trainer, you have to wear black. (laughs) And I don't wear black often, except for yesterday. Yesterday I was in black everything. I had a black shirt on. I had black jeans on. I had black underwear on. I was also in underwear, which is a new thing. (laughs) Sometimes I wear them, especially with jeans, just because I wear my jeans more than once. Um, But yeah, anyway, side note, (laughs) I got sidetracked. But uh yeah, as a personal trainer, I was forced to wear black all the time, wear a color that I just felt like did not represent me. Um, you know, I was forced to not curse. I was forced to sometimes train in very specific ways that the gym or the, you know, uh, group fitness classes or whatever, like, you know, trained. Um, and I just felt very stifled in terms of expressing myself. Um, sometimes I had to take on clients who like, I did not want to take on and who did not vibe with me and who were not receptive to me. Or, um, like one time there was one point in my life where I had a 10 year old special needs child. And then I had an eight year old special needs child. 
And then I had a 96 year old (laughs) woman and like, that's fine. Like I love them so much and they both taught me so much about how to work with different populations. I was very grateful for those experiences, but those were not my ideal clients. Those were not people that really, I felt my work could really fucking help. Right. So when you work for other people, especially like in my experience as a personal trainer, like you have to take on whatever clients are given to you. And I don't believe that's a necessity. And I don't believe that I have to wear black or have to wear anything specific to calling clients, you know, and as a dietitian, like we're literally forced to talk in a specific way. We are forced to write notes in a specific way, use specific abbreviations, um, diagnose people in very specific ways, like um, make recommendations that sometimes we might not agree with. And, you know, I just growing up in that and the professional world and, you know, as a straight A student, it just was very stifling. And I never, ever thought that you could get paid to be yourself. I thought it was the the exact opposite. I thought like at work, I can't be myself. And then when I leave, like I could possibly be myself, (laughs) you know? And when I started this business, I just... I decided that that was no longer a way that I was going to allow myself to live because why would I have a job or a reality that doesn't, that just doesn't fucking highlight who I am, right? And when you change who you are because you think you need to receive, you can only receive in that way. Like, again, it just, it cockblocks your ability to call in clients, So my recommendation to you is to embody this concept as well and to, um, yeah, adjust this concept within you. How can you know that and how can you embody the idea that you get paid to be yourself, right? Because if you want clients to be calling in clients to be a natural state of your being, then your natural state of being has to call in clients, which means you have to embody your natural state of being, right? Not force yourself into a different way. Um, and then also when I started doing that, I started becoming really secure with my branding. I started to become really secure with how I showed up. And then I started attracting people who were just like, Hey, I fucking love your energy. How can I pay you? Or, Hey, I absolutely love your teachings. How can I pay you? Or, you know, like just becoming really big fans of my work too. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I did not believe that I got paid to be myself. Right. So that is the first concept I want to share with you or the core belief that I share with you. And then the second one and the last thing that I will talk about is that I believe that money supports me as as and as I'm supported monetarily, I can show up better. Jesus, a lot of words coming through my mouth. I believe that money supports me. And as I'm supported monetarily, I can show up better. I got asked a question this week about how do I price my programs? My answer to everybody is always like, what is the minimum that you can actually show up for? Like, what is the absolute bare minimum that you can show up in that container for? If it's your one-on-one and you give, you know, bi-weekly calls and boxer support and, you know, whatever meditations that you film for them, whatever you give, like, cool, what's the minimum amount that you want to receive, right? Because that's what you believe that you can have, right? Um, And you might think like, oh, but I would do it for free or, oh, what if I do it, you know, for a little bit cheaper than that? Then that's your absolute minimum and that's what you're going to be a match for. 
So if you tried to, let's say you wanted to charge $1,000, but your absolute minimum was $500. Like you couldn't imagine receiving less than $500 for that, for your one-on-one program, but you go to pitch $1,000. Those, the limiting beliefs that are telling you that you can't receive $1,000 for that are going to prevent you from calling in clients. And so what is the absolute minimum that you can do? Now, you don't have to change that minimum. (laughs) You don't have to be like, but I should be charging $1,000, but like, I feel like I'm ready to charge $500 or I feel like, like I wouldn't do it for less than $500, you know? Like, you don't have to change that to like prove anything to anybody else, you know? For me, my prices just naturally increase. And sometimes I even lower them. Sometimes I increase them. Like I just allow myself to change them as I want, whatever I feel good with. Um, It depends on a lot of different factors, but it's always a question of what's the bare minimum that I would show up for, you know, that I would feel good at. And that's really important to really get clear with. Um, But I believe that money supports me. I believe that I'm I'm put on this earth to be supported by money, to be supported energetically, to be supported physically. And as I get paid enough money, I can receive, um, I can show up rather for my clients more effectively. I can show up in the world more effectively. I can impact more people, right? And I believe that I'm deserving of that. I believe that everybody's inherently deserving of that. Like it's not something you have to earn. I think it's just you're born, you deserve to be supported, and so having this core belief of I believe that money supports me and, I'm, and as I'm supported monetarily, I can show up better, allows me to really, really serve my clients. One of the biggest things that I embody in my business this is the last thing that I'll go through. One of the biggest things that I embody in my business is a sense of thriving because I believe that as I thrive internally, my external world mirrors that, right? That's a core teaching of mine. And so one of the things that I do is I work three to five hours per day, no more than five, like usually three. Um, I believe that as I do the inner work, as I heal different parts of myself, the business strategy that I'm calling in or that I'm trying to gain clarity on or that I'm aiming to use actually becomes really fucking successful. I also believe that the more space that I give myself, the be- the more I can process the teachings that I'm meant to teach, the more work I can do on myself, the more I can enjoy my life. And that is infused into empowering you guys to do the same, right? And to live a life where you not only have the money that you desire, but also have the time for yourself, right? And I really want to embody that and really do. And many clients come to me because they like that lifestyle, because they're like, I don't, I've worked with other people where I felt like I couldn't do that. And now I'm ready to do that. And now I want to, right? And I don't believe you have to choose between income and thriving in your physical world, Um, I think they are like equal. I think the deeper you thrive, the more money you make. And um, that allows me to really still call in money and feel good with it and feel good with having clients and making calling in clients a natural state of being whether I'm actively working or whether I'm like living my life and possibly showing it on social media or not, you know? So those are my core beliefs, getting paid to be yourself or I get paid to be myself and I believe that money supports me and as I'm supported monetarily, I can show up better, you know? And the minimum that I can show up in containers is what I charge um, and the Thrive membership is $100 a month. My one-on-one um, is about uh, $2,500 to $3,000 per month depending on payment plans and stuff like that. 
or 2,000 to 3,000, whatever it is. I'll put the links down below if you feel called to work with me deeper and you're ready to move forward. Personal development membership, the Thrive membership is there for you. It's all helping you manifest um, the life and business and income that you desire and do the consistent work. It's a consistent container for growth. Um, we meet once a month for business strategy um, and a live Q&A that you can bring and you get a support group for everybody else as we're growing the container. And then my one-on-one is just a really, really, really deep container with me where I'm in your business with you. I'm usually in your mind with you too. I'm helping you see things that are preventing you from really moving forward. Um, And yeah, I absolutely fucking love both of those containers. So those are the ways that you can work with me if you feel called to. Um, But also I would love for you to screenshot this episode. I always forget, but I would love for you to screenshot this episode, leave a review, message me, let me know what you took away from it. It literally means the absolute world to me to know that this supported you. Um, and it knows, and it tells me what content you guys really love. So yeah, that's all for now. And I hope you guys have an amazing day.